Hello and welcome to another episode of Fun Bearable. I'm Brad Rohr. I'm Ray Harrington. And I'm Chuck Staten. Uh, uh, I haven't seen it yet, but the two of you have seen... Uh... It's a me. Oh. <laughs> No, I don't think hold on, hold on. This is, I've been working on this. I've been working on my Mario impression. Okay. Did we do it together? <clears throat> Here we go. Yes, we saw it together. Oh, yeah, I thought we did. Why did I think that? Because everybody has a Mario. Right, of course. And I, I didn't have one, so I've been working on it. So this is my Mario impression. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a me. Ooh. Mario. <gasps> what do you think? It is it's like. Bad. What? It's really yeah. bad. We're supposed to support. It's right. Okay. Each other. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We, I we saw Mario together recently. It's a me. Before like a six we, out of ten. Mario. Does that work? Yeah, that yeah, right. Well, that's after the fire flower. You know what? For Martin Scorsese's Mario Brothers movie that we talked about. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah yeah. 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 Um. Real. Well, real quick before we get into Mario, let me throw, let me throw it away. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Um. Real quick before we get into the Mario stuff, because so I do want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to get this out there. Uh, so Blink-182 is one of my favorite bands, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they've gone through a couple breakups. Uh, they've gone through a bunch of like near-death things. I don't know if you know about this, because I know you're not a huge fan. Like Travis Barker was in a plane crash where he almost died. Okay. And that's what made them reunite for the first time, like maybe 12 years ago or whatever. Sure, sure, yeah. And, oh, then, and, and to clarify, when you said I'm not a huge fan, that sounds like I don't like them. Yeah, it's you're not, just I'm not, just not like he's not a super. Fan. I'm not like no. a a, yeah. a big like a you're yeah. a big fan. Yeah, and exactly. I'm not at that level. Yeah, exactly. right. it's just funny because like the phrase "I'm not a huge fan" means like I don't like the thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It's like the passive. That's how, that's how I feel about hygiene. I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so Travis Barker basically nearly died in a plane crash that killed uh, DJ Am, who he was in another group with, and then they got back together, and then they they uh, you know broke apart again mm-hmm. um and mark hoppus got cancer a couple years ago and that brought them back together again and mm-hmm. what happened was maybe six months ago they released a single and they were like blink 2 is back the original lineup um and i loved blink 2 with matt skiba in the meantime but the reason i wanted to bring this up is they announced this reunion tour it went on sale sold out like immediately way bigger than they expected touring like huge venues like stadiums and stuff like that all across the world and their first show back it wasn't going to be for a little bit but this past tuesday they were like hey surprise blink 182's first reunion show is going to be live streaming from coachella so this past friday uh it's pronounced coachella coachella this past friday they were like all right we're going to do it at coachella and so coachella i watched it uh it's that island and I was like, oh yeah, this will be this will be cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the show in Boston. I was luckily hooked up by a, a Tuesday, which I really appreciate, um, with some with some tickets. And uh, I'm gonna see them, so I'm excited. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I guess I'll watch the reunion at Coachella. I'm, I'm gonna see them in person. It's not, it's not gonna cloaca. It's not gonna cloaca. <laughs> it's not gonna compare cloaca. And <laughs> what's interesting is, and and me and you have talked about this a lot. I'm kind of like. Coachella, Coachella. Are people going to care about Blink One Eighty Two at Coachella? Coachella. Do you know what I mean? I uh, yeah. I, I think Do you, know, uh, you know. What question I'm asking? Yes. yes I, yeah. I think the. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just you just looked at me. You didn't answer me. I was having fun with Coachella. <laughs> she I, is fun. Yeah, yeah, Coachella. Oh my god. I was having she, I was having fun with. She Coachella. does women's track. Coachella. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I, I think of the attendees of, of that festival. I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to start a whole thing. Yep. Um, See, being the Coakella. Yes. Yeah. Being uh, just interested in different music. Like, I, I don't yeah. think of Blink-182 as, as vibing. I think with. of them as, like, it's very mainstream stuff that's right now. Okay. And Nick Young, like, I looked at the entire lineup. And I just didn't really know a lot of these. I, I guess I think of it as all, all of it as too cool for Brad. Yes. And therefore, sure. it is not in my wheelhouse. So I didn't, I didn't really. That's I mean, why I love going. Yeah. But again, <laughs> no, like, I don't really, you know, if you're like, well, what's the difference between Riot Fest, you know, all these different things? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, they were like, all right, they're going to do it. And so I happened to be free at that time. And I'm like, I'll watch the live stream. It was free on YouTube. Yeah. And I didn't know this. When they announced it, Basically, even their biggest tent couldn't hold all the people that came to do it. So Coachella yeah, yeah. had to install a ton of screens yeah. for everybody else at I, the venue. And to answer the question that you were asking, though, like I don't, I, I think, I think Coachella yeah. is very similar musically to like a South by Southwest, right? Where sure. it's not necessarily a genre of music that you go to see. Right. You're just going to see all the hot shit. That's what I think. And 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 that festival's going to have all the hot shit. Yes. You know exactly. what I mean? That's what I think. All the too. hot shit artists are going to be there. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's why It could be this folk. Wasn't Tupac a hologram? hologram? Yes, yes, that's At right. Coachella? I think so, yes. Like nobody going to I can't I don't picture Coachella as being like we're 90s gangster rap fans. Right. right we exactly. love it. Exactly. No, no, it's just like influencers and shit like that Popular going stuff, to Coachella right. and seeing hot shit and and you know taking mushrooms like that's exactly. their whole thing i don't know molly is it molly these days what are the kids what doing are the kids doing what's the designer drug now what is it baby gap what do you people do out there so you go out in the woods you get hot you take your pronouns out so, of the woods yeah you take your heathays and you go out on the <laughs> desert and you take molly's i don't know what i'm doing i'm so, so sorry i went into something else but i kind of felt like i'm like <clears throat> aren't they just going to be like another random like whatever, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, well, maybe you know, they're like, oh, because we're going to be in this place at this time, and it all lined up. But it turned out to be this huge thing. Like there are videos I saw on TikTok of the entire festival moving to that tent. Sure, to yeah. To see Blink. Wow. Yeah. And so they came. But out. it's also such a big band that everybody big, knows. Even yes. if they're not fans of Blink One Eighty Two, or the, yes. and they're not fans of like pop punk. They might they have know it enough exactly to be like, right. I want to see that. You know what's fucking crazy is like our age. Yeah. And when Blink-182 was huge, that's like our parents going to see like ACDC or something yeah. like when they were I our want, age. I'm, I'm thinking because I think that the, the biggest like when they first hit was yeah. What's My Age Again, mm -hmm. which I believe is 99. Yeah. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah. So yeah. 24 years ago about. Yeah, yeah. So so I was like, all right. But that's like going to see a band from the 70s in the 90s. So, you know what I mean? Well, that's what's interesting. So, well, this is the question, though. So Blink-182 currently has the highest charting rock single in the past, like, two years. Mm -hmm. So that's a, I think it might be a little different than that. You know what I mean? Like Aerosmith, let's say. Yeah. I'm trying to think of their latest big. Oh, you know what it was? It was uh, Armageddon. Yeah, I don't want to miss yeah. a thing. But to that be, probably it, is similar. Sure, but to be fair, like the rock charts are nothing compared to what they were in like the Still, 90s and early 2000s yeah, because right. of how music has shifted, right? Yes, right. 
Like, but there, but there are still bands that oh, are getting yeah, yeah, big. yeah. Oh, of yeah. course, of yeah, course. I'm yeah. not saying that's not big. Right. I'm just saying, like, saying number one on the rock charts in 2023, yeah. is not as strong as saying number yeah, one on course. the rock charts in 1999. Of course, of course. Yeah, because right. like rock was rock right. then. And so, yeah. so I was like, this is really interesting. It is a little different because I feel like Blink 182 is kind of a little bit more eclectic than the way that a lot of those bands came up. In other words, Machine Gun Kelly is like I'm sure you've heard of him. Yes. Like well like <laughs> What am I? Your stepdad? Well, like like Travis Barker. In a lot of ways I am. Travis Barker is the drummer for Machine Gun Kelly as right, well. Right. So it's a little bit more vibrant and a little bit more like current, I guess, in terms of the what sure, they're sure. doing. Yeah. And now, I mean, this isn't even something I know about, even though I'm a big Blink fan. Like they're involved with the Kardashians because Travis Barker is dating one of the Kardashians. Yeah. So like the newest thing on Netflix or Hulu, I don't even know where it was. I didn't even know this until I logged in. Paramount like, Plus. It's like the wedding of Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker is like a big Ooh. filmed thing. Are you going to watch it on Max? I'm not going to watch it. It uh, was HBO <clears throat> Max. Yes. Did you hear about this? It's going away. It's just going to be called Max. Yeah. Because like when you think about like... Like the restaurant what, at Saved by the Bell. Yeah. What streaming service has like a uh, quality behind it that people recognize with the name right hbo hbo has mm -hmm. been a that's a, a that's a really good point I, yeah. I i thought about this too and i was yeah. like and what? they're like you know what let's get rid of the hbo part of hbo max we're just going to call it max because uh, first you had hbo then you had hbo go or hbo now yes but don't it's even all getting put together to hbo max i have i have a lot of feelings about the way that hbo and xbox have branded themselves yeah in in ways that i think are so antithetical to continuing and making a strong impact yeah it's so bizarre i have a you know like the thing is like the 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 new guy came in after the new merger yeah. right. with hbo know, and yeah. it was like his big his big move was like let's just take a whole bunch of stuff off the service, cancel some shows and start calling it Max instead of HBO Max. And it really feels like they're like, hey, let's take the HBO part out before we completely fuck this over, yeah. right? Like, doesn't it feel like, let's get, let's remove I can't even the brand of HBO from Max because now we're going to get brutal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that I, make sense? I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I agree with it's you. It's like, it feels like a cop covering his badge number. Yeah, like, yeah. This yeah. can't be good. <laughs> yeah, HBO's that's removing their name. It can't be good. That's funny. That's a really... Yeah. The idea of it feels like a cop covering his badge yeah, number is really it, funny. It does. It, it feels like that. My whole, my whole point was, yeah, it's, sorry. Not, it's, it's not a big thing. It's just that like they came back and I was going to be kind of like, okay, whatever. And they did the show and I watched it live uh, as it was streamed. Mm -hmm. And they came out and they blew me away as I was watching it. And mm -hmm. I got like a little bit emotional. I had like tears in my eyes and they were killing it. And Blink-182 is kind of known as not being the best live band, largely because they've made a decision creatively that it's going to be the three of them on stage all the time. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to expand their band like Green Day, which is an amazing live band that has been like, yeah, sometimes we're nine people yeah, yeah, because yeah. we're going to yeah. fill us out. They were Did so you good. Arcade Fire said they're only going to be three people. <laughs> so they were so good. That's a, that's a joke for 2004. <laughs> so they were so good. And I was like blown. I thought they were so much. They were funny. They were great. I was excited. And I was like, whatever. That's for me. That's mm -hmm. for the people who like Blink, whatever. All throughout the weekend, including today, Variety, TMZ, all these things. They're like, 
Blink-182 destroys Coachella. Blink-182 brings mesmerizing performers to Coachella. Everyone's talking about it. it's this huge thing. Top stuff on YouTube. I Miss You from Coachella. And they even did... They did I Miss You, which is a big single. Mm-hmm. And you know how they've kind of, it's kind of become a meme to do the Tom DeLonge, like, where are you? And I'm so sorry. And it has you, like, Y-E-W-W-W-W. Yeah. It's like a huge meme thing. Okay. And in the song, when they did it, they cut out all the music. And Tom just did it with the audience. And he got choked up when they all did it with him. And it's just this sea of people that the camera is, like, panning across. And I'm like... It's fucking crazy. I just I could I couldn't believe the headlines. I really thought I'm like, yeah, I'll talk about this with Christian, Jordan, Brad, Lou, all the people I know that like them. Mm-hmm. But they've become a different band than what I think of them as when they were like actually having these singles. Mm-hmm. Like I miss you came out in 2004 or 5 probably. Right. And you're like, oh yeah, Blink-182, it's a it's a pop punk band. They're part of the, like the mainstream like, you know, culture of bands. They're one of at the time, 20? I don't know yeah, how many yeah, bands. Yeah, right, just yeah. like a different genres and stuff like that. But this weekend, I was like, have they changed because they went away and now people look at them as like this like legendary band? It's so weird. And it's, is there more power in that well, it's than no, sticking it's nostalgia. around? I don't, I don't know if it is nostalgia. That's the thing. That's the thing. is, I mean, like, of course it is for the specific singles, but they're not coming out and being like, oh, we're going to go on like a greatest hits tour. I guess I guess it is similar to like the Aerosmith. When they came out and played, what did they play? They came out and they played a song that is like ultra offensive that represents them that has never been a single, and the second song they played has never been a single. Okay. They played the new single. They yeah. did. They, of course, they played the big stuff. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. But they also did like eighteen songs total, so right, they had right. a lot of time. Yeah, I don't know. I just think uh, I like think I wonder that if kind of when, stuff. When Aerosmith did, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. I wonder. Like what were they rec- what were they looked at as? Were they a current band? Were they an old band? Aerosmith. There's those bands though during that period where like they hit huge in like the late seventies, early eighties. Right. Yeah, like an Aerosmith that continued on because the nineties was still rock. Uh, I, I think about, heavy. You know who else is weird? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. When are they current? Yeah. Is it Blood Sex Sugar Magic? Is it Californication? What's it called? Blood sugar sex magic. Oh, I got it wrong. Got yep. the the order wrong. Yeah, I, I, I saw your eyebrows go up. I, I was like, he's like, like he's got to correct him. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. Blood sugar sex magic. Yeah. Isn't that just a diabetes erection? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was this really weird thing it's where I'm when, like, when you give yourself an insulin shot and it gives you an erection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I just I just looked at them as more of a genre band. But it yeah. seems like they've crossed over into more of a mainstream culture than I realized. It's e- tough e- though because e- they e- identity like the identity of Blink One Eighty Two for me I, I, as an outside like I yeah I like their songs. I'm not yeah. like yeah right. Blink One Eighty Two you know that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like uh, I had uh, one of their albums. Right. Sure, and um, of the state probably. Uh, or maybe I have two. I had the cow. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Dude Ranch. Yeah, with yeah. A and damn, I had the nurse. on Dude Ranch. Yeah, I had the cow and the nurse. Yep. His anima of the sea. See, this is how I'm doing it, right? Yeah. But I, I really liked him. Yeah. Uh, but like, we're talking about a band that was on TRL, right? Like that period of time. See, this, this and TRL is... was everything. It was all right. genres where you'd get uh, Missy Elliott, you'd get Blink 182, you'd get Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Tom Green. <clears throat> Yeah, I, 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 my this, bum is on the rail. Yeah. My bum is on the rail. I guess this is one of the things that's tough to me is like there's bands like Three Eleven, Bush, yeah. Sugar Ray, Eve Six, 
Blink-182, Green Day, Third Eye Blind. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I can really figure out the levels of popularity between these bands. I think there are certain ones that went beyond their genre. Like Eve Six stayed in their genre in terms of fandom, mostly, other than like the big radio hit. And I love Eve Six. Me too. I'll fucking sing that whole song right now. They had had a couple singles that were really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. And then there are other bands that kind of tipped beyond that where literally all of the high school teens are like listening to that music it's essentially like top 40 for high school in late 90s early 2000s right that's a thing because that's what trl was it was like our top 40 it's interesting because i wonder about the idea of the time between songs that were actually big Mm -hmm. like i miss you when i miss you came out it certainly wasn't like a nostalgia band no 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 but damn it came out in 1997 and damn it was a big song yeah. So it's it's a really interesting thing, and I think that uh, I don't know. I just didn't realize that people would care as much. Uh, sure, sure. Like seeing yeah. it on the front page of Variety. Yeah. is weird to me. But I like I I, I think that the uh, <clears throat> the driving factor there, and <clears throat> this isn't to say they're not a good band or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about at all. But it's like when those uh, rumors were going around of a like throwback festival that was going to happen i think in vegas no we're going we're going to the weird oh, we so it is Fest. okay yeah. but it, there was i think there was one that was supposed to it but was it canceled didn't... the first day because of like wind yeah yeah like yeah that. so yeah. but it was all like like i said like the top 40 from high school here it is and everybody was like holy shit i think there <clears> is <throat> a, a factor here of like this was the soundtrack to my teenage years yes and now i'm at this age Right. And like here it comes again. You know what I mean? Like right. I, think I think that exists. I think you're right. But I guess for me, what's weird is this. So one of the people that was on that original When We Were Young Fest is Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Which I look at as a similar time period. Maybe not exactly the same, but maybe a couple years behind. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Complicated was the first single. Right. I don't like, like she wouldn't have that reaction, I don't think, if she did this, the same thing. No, no, no. But because, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I can't tell. Because Blink went like beyond that. It was yeah. all over. You know what I mean? That that's that's the hard thing. That's all right. Like Aerosmith this, is 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 a close version of that, I guess, because right. it went beyond just this thing. And it's probably, also hard too because for us, like I said, like rock and roll was a viable genre. Right, like rock, not rock and roll. I sound like I an old man, but like rock was a vi- like, like band live playing bands. instruments. Live instruments, yeah, was a viable genre yeah. for being top forty, <clears throat> and it continued on. So for all of our childhoods that right. existed, so that means for our parents, yes. who were listening to this new band Aerosmith, right? Yeah, Aerosmith had the runway and the capability of being a band throughout. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean. Versus like skater pop punk. I know. It doesn't have the same ability That's, to continue on because the taste changed right. away from like full band music. You I know th- what I mean? I think my, my thing is, what we're going to say? I was going to say, uh, Blink-182 and Green Day both changed from their 1997 sounds. Yes, yeah, true. But Green Day continued to tour. Right. Um, right, right. Throughout the past 25 years. And does yeah. arenas constantly. And so people can be like, and people, oh, yeah, people I have saw seen them. them so, blah, you know, blah, blah, so if yeah. Green Day had gone away, come back, That's then my, gone right. away again and come yeah. back again. And meanwhile, one person from Green Day is dating one of the most famous reality stars in the world. Right. right. That's what right. I was talking about. And, uh, you know, all that. Then Green Day gets the same reaction at Coachella. But, because yeah. you know, if yeah. they were like, Green Day is secretly going to play, what was it called? Coachella. 
um, yep. Green Day is going to play this. Coacula. Uh, and people are like, well, you know, I, I saw Green Day in 2019. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the father of all tour or whatever. Yeah. This, right, right. Th- th- there is that aspect, but I do wonder. And it, listen, Travis has been doing a lot of cool magic tricks and nobody talks about that. <laughs> That's true. He but fills I do time wonder, in between. I do wonder about the bands that, let's say, let's say a lot of bands probably broke between 1995 and 2001. Yeah. How many of those bands would get that reaction? How oh. many of those bands would? Well, that, that's, it, that's it, what's it interesting. just becomes a math thing of like they would have had to have been at a certain level where they could have number ones on TRL and what whatever, right? And then go away. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and that way have that recognition when they come back. <clears throat> if I had to pick bands like that, it's tough because anything I pick, they will have been touring past that right like but you know if offspring went away in 2002 see right. this is this well this you know is, what i mean i think that you know it's part of it it has to be part of it is like if eve six comes out with inside out which is definitely their biggest song yeah i think here's to the night actually charted higher see this is this is my you know point. why yeah. graduations yeah so i wonder about the idea of like if a decade passes what I'm sorry. Don't look mad. Don't be mad. <laughs> well, I wanted this to be short because Brad has to leave. Yeah. Well, he was going to leave at some point in the podcast anyway. Know. You know. So, but you wanted to talk about it. We're <laughs> no, no, here. No, we're talking what, about what it. Is, and now is, you're mad that I'm talking about. <laughs> no. Go ahead. What? It. What the fuck is that? How am I supposed to operate? I just wanted to finish. How do we do a podcast <laughs> if you're like, here's the agreed upon topic we're going to talk about, but I'm going to throw this thing in real quick, and wow. then we're 20 minutes into the real quick thing, and then you're mad at me for talking about it. It's like you guys are Mark and Tom, and I feel like Travis. <laughs> Why? I don't know what's going on. No, I just want to finish it. I just want to. Fi- well, go, go ahead. What is it? It doesn't even matter. Man. <laughs> no, I just. I, I feel bad because I want. I know Brad has to leave. Yeah, I just <laughs> got excited at the like. What if the yes it's, it's offspring stupid. It doesn't offspring? Even no, no. It no, go ahead. Do it. No, no, do it. Is it it was a joke out? and it's dead now. No, no, it's, it's not. No, the whole runway's been de- demolished. We, we cut this in post. How exciting would it be if the always wear sunscreen guy came back? <laughs> I mean, is it, is it Boz Lerman? Is that who, no. who did it? I don't who, know. Boz no, Tapman. Who? Wait, Boz Lerman did a song around that time. Yeah, but it's all uh, it's it's okay. Because we were was, talking about graduation songs. I thought Boz Lerman was, was like uh, Nicole Kidman, Moulin Rouge, Moulin Rouge. Yeah. No. Sunscreen. I think so. I don't know. Can we move on though? Because Brad needs to leave. I want to finish my thing. I know. <laughs> this <laughs> is what I'm saying. You got mad at me for talking about it. Everybody, it's fucking crazy. Everybody's free. A song by Boz Lerman. Ew. What was that to do with Offspring? Boz Lerman did "Everybody's Free" to wear sunscreen. Uh huh. The sunscreen song. Yeah. Oh, he's talking about. No, I'm no, talking he, about the sunscreen about, song. He's talking oh. about Boz Lerman. Because we were talking about I get, I get, graduation I songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember. I remember. Yeah. Green Day Where's also sunscreen? also had uh, "Wake Me Up" time in of, September. And, uh, or, time of your life. Oh, oh yeah. Time sorry. Of time yeah. of your, time of your life. They also had. Didn't they have "Wake Me Up"? Yeah. But uh, "Time of Your Life" was the graduation song for sure. And then there was the Vitamin C graduation Which song. Which I think yeah. is called the graduation song. Yeah. Right. And and then there was the "Always Wear Sunscreen." So it was just going to be a quick joke. That's fun. About. 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so my point is this. I think there probably has something to do with the idea of having a huge break yes. when you come out. Because Blink-Wade 2 came out with What's My Age? Like, like, damn it was big, but What's My Age Again and all the small things were the real big ones, yeah, like yeah. the huge ones. And then nearly 10 years later, feeling this I Miss You, which I Miss You could be their biggest song. Mm-hmm. It might be. I don't, I don't know. Um, and it happened so much later that if you were 17 in 1998, you got What's My Age Again, 
Right. And and uh, for and all the small things. Then if you were 17 in 2001, you got rock show and first date. Then if you were 17 in 2005, you got I Miss Chuck You. Chuck asked you out on a date. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean, though. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like two thousand five. Mm-hmm. But it's just like if you think about that. So the person Sorry, that was twenty twenty five. The person that was seventeen in nineteen ninety eight is now twenty five. Sure. And, and it's and it's it must it must have just like spanned a specific time period. Yeah. That is wide, which is what happened to Green Day too. And and let me let me put it this way. Yeah. Like uh, we talk about uh, bands that were huge but continued on. Yes. So they don't have mm. that same holy shit. Right. Yeah. I think I f- I thought of like the perfect example band. Mm-hmm. Weezer. Yeah. Weezer continued on. Weezer, yeah. If Weezer did Coachella, people would be like, yeah, Weezer's at Coachella. Right. But if Weezer had stopped. You're right. That's perfect. In like 2002, three, four, whatever. Right. And then suddenly, like, we're coming back. Yes. It would be fucking bananas. You're probably right. right. And that, that's very really similar because they did have those hits at different times. At yeah, different times. Exactly. That, that yeah. continued yeah. to get yeah. bigger or whatever. Yeah. And Green Day, too, because Green Day with Basket Case was 94 and American Idiot. Yeah. which is huge, was 2004. Yeah. Yeah. But they got too political. <laughs> they got so political. But it was, it was just, it was really exciting and touching to me to be like, oh, like, way more people are connected to this than I realize. Yeah. Because the other thing is, as much as, like, people know all the small things and First Date and all those songs, they are playing 18 songs. So that's way more than just these top five. Right. Sure, and, of course. And people yeah. are, and, and to say, like, all this positive stuff, it would just... Especially after Mark Hoppus gets cancer mm. and Tom goes away and they kind of have these big things. It was just, it really touched me. And then seeing it affect so many people in such a big way was like, I don't know. It really made me feel uh, yeah. connected to That's people. That's how fun bearable is affecting I, I was going to say, I, I look forward to in 2041. <laughs> yeah. Coming out and doing a a, a live podcast with at, some forty one at whatever Coachella is around. I'm just going to be a hologram at that one. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. Podcella. Yeah. Podcella. Oh no, oh. it's going to happen. It's Mark Maron. It's Mark Maron's hologram. Oh no. Oh. But yeah, all I want to say was like it was just it was really it really touched me. To see people appreciate them so much, yeah, absolutely. When I when I feel like it's hard for bands to get appreciated sometimes. No, I agree. You know? Yeah, yeah, it was really really you, cool. You mentioned Sum Forty One. Is Avril Lavigne still with the Sum Forty One guy? No. No. no, but he he but they 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 divorced. Does nothing last? They divorced, and he continued to produce her album. He got a really good song out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. What's it called? I don't remember. It's it's, it's, it's a song. You know, you, you Alvita Zen Avril Lavigne. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's it. She, you know, she uh, she almost died. She had Lyme disease. I did hear this. And she was like... There's conspiracy theories that she That did, she was replaced. Right. That she was replaced. Which right. is hilarious. I know. <laughs> like, truly hilarious. Like, the idea that someone would believe that, like, no, 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 at the time, she was so... Ba- I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, they have that theory about... Uh, uh, Andrew W.K. Andrew W.K. Oh, that's yeah. right. There is the yeah. Andrew W.K., but it started with... Um, Paul McCartney yeah, in right. the Beatles. Right. Yeah, People dead. thought he was he was because he did get in an accident on yes, a scooter yeah. or a right. motorcycle. Yeah, but like it was just an accident. Yes, yeah. and he was fine. Yeah, and so people really believed that shit, which is very funny. Yeah, um, and for it to continue on and exist in the modern world, I know with intranet and whatnot, <laughs> yep. right? And people like the idea of like. The studio or, you know, the, the record label being like, we have to find an Avril Lavigne copy. Yeah. Because if people find out that she died. Yeah. They are. 
Well, one, Chaos. One thing is for sure, I'm the same person I was when we started Fun Parable. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Bleep, bloop. Mm. You know deep fakes? Oh, he, <laughs> oh, he, he is still a robot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm an upgraded model. But yeah, so speaking of stuff that we loved that is currently back in the pop culture sphere, nice. the Mario Brothers have come out with a movie. That's right. Yeah. I, 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 you know what's funny? The idea of being like the Mario Brothers yeah. and, and Luigi's just like, you don't mean me. You don't mean me. You just mean Mario. The, the family Mario is what I'm trying to say here. Ooh, I would watch that movie. Yeah. Oh. The, family, the family Marios? The, that's... Part of this movie is his whole family, yeah. and they—they, they yeah. ki- I thought they killed that part. Yeah, they did. A good Don't tell great. me anything else because I'm going to go see it on Wednesday. I'm no, surprising no my nine-year-old no son. No spoilers, right? Yeah. I'm surprising my nine-year-old son. I'm going to pick him up from the bus and then take him to the movie theater, mm-hmm. and we're going to see the Mario movie. Um, uh, real quick, I—I I, there's something in the back of my head. I seem to remember because it's the Mario Brothers. Yes, which would. Tell me that it's a last name. Yes. Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. We can't do this. That can't happen. Why not? Why not? What do you got against names? It's fucking insane. Oh, okay. That means... What that's telling me is uh, 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 that Mario and Luigi's parents... Right, the Mario, The Mario Seniors. Yeah. yeah. They Papa Mario. had Fair. children. Mom yes. Mario. They had children. Who's the oldest? Mario, Mario, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Luigi's the little brother? Yeah. I think or are they so. twins? They're fucked up twins. Aren't I, th- they? I think Mario's the oldest. Mario's the oldest. So that means that the Mario husband and wife, yep. Mr. and Mrs. Mario, yes. yeah. had a baby. Right. right? I'm Delicious. assuming they're both plumbers too and have mustaches. Oh, yeah. It's a whole family thing. So mustache plumber mom. Yeah. Ms. Mar- Mrs. Mario. Yep. Yep. Mama Mario. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mama Mario. <laughs> now She's holding this baby yep. and she goes, <laughs> she goes it's a him <laughs> mario it's right? a him yeah that's what the doctor said it's a him i think i could do the mario sounds <laughs> but that means the parents named him mario mario yeah yes. right here's the thing mm. cultures have different views on names uh i saw a lot of names during my time in my former day job uh as a namesmith. Identical twins with the same name. No. No, that can't happen either. And, and you know, it was, it was an unusual name. I'm not going to out them. But basically, it was like Ray Harrington and his brother Ray K. Harrington. No, that's not. That should be illegal. That they could cheat in game shows. Should be illegal. <laughs> we had people coming from other countries. I got to yeah. be honest. Just, just one name. I got to be honest. I do a lot of fraud. And... <laughs> I do a lot of fraud. Chuck K. Staten. Because I'll call places and I'll be like, hey, I'm Charles Staten. And my dad is also Charles Staten. And so they'll be like, what's your security number? Social security. I'll tell them my dad's and I'll have to, you know, bypass all these security things. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of similar. But we're not brothers. We're father and son. Yeah. But mm, all right. One name. Only one name. Yeah. So just, just like Chuck. Just, just Harrington. And it's, and, you know, in our system, it would be FNU. First name unavailable. Harrington. Fun Harrington. But, but FNU. Fanu Harrison. Hey, F and hey, you. F-N-U. <laughs> I do the same thing. F and me? Or F and me, F and you. Or if it would be Ray LNU, last name unavailable. And so, uh, you know, your name is just Ray. Yeah. That's it. That's all. And so, you know, I, I, I'm not saying I would name my kid Roar Roar, 
but maybe let's not culture shame the Marios for naming their child Mario Mario. Here we go. <laughs> oh, uncross your arms. How dare you? I'm going to say this. I okay. think it's maybe less a cultural sensitivity yeah, issue. Probably. And more a, this was an 8-bit video game. Oh, it was a 4-bit video game. Right, right. Uh, oh, if we're going back to no. the original, yep. where Donkey Kong wasn't even Donkey Kong. He right. was just Big Gorilla Man. Yep. And then Plumber Boy climbing up ladders. Yep. Jump Man. Jump Man. Uh, Jump Man Senior, it's you. Uh, I think it's just like, well, this was nothing. Yeah. And so now it's this. If you want my honest opinion, I think what happened was we had one guy and they called him Mario. Yeah. And then they said, well, now we want two guys. So let's have them be the Mario brothers because we want them to be yeah. related, but we want to use the same name. Yeah, exactly. But wait a minute. It's the Mario brothers. So I guess it's his last name, but what's his first name? I guess it's Mario. Right. That's yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah that's what happened. And then, and then people are like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Right. Well, Donkey that's Kong. Why, that's why. Yeah. You know about Donkey Kong? I know, I know. I'm familiar with Donkey Kong. Do you know why he's called Donkey Kong? Uh, no. Okay, this is ridiculous. Okay, so when I say Donkey Kong, you're like, yeah, this big ape, whatever. You ever think about why his name is Donkey Kong? I mean, I know the Kong part. What about Donkey? Donkey, did, I don't know. Did you ever give any thought to it? None. They were translating words, uh-huh. uh, and they were like... Oh, is it Monkey Kong? No, because you'd think it's just one letter off. No, it's Donkey not. and monkey. No. They were like, well, Kong sort of means ape, which is like, okay, I guess. Sure. But then they were like, let's look up, because they were in Japan. Let's look up the word What for- did they sound like? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> they looked up stubborn in in here oh, but they just had yeah. like they didn't realize it was stubborn a as a mule donkey stubborn, yeah. yeah and so they just it was a translation stubborn error. ape donkey kong so they were stubborn, stubborn ape, ape is donkey kong that's awesome also isn't that, I don't think isn't that cool that's actually a sex position i don't think a of sex him as position i don't I think stubborn say ape. it the stubborn ape now we will go into the stubborn ape right <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong is very, <laughs> <That's a banana. laughs> very stubborn. I mean, he's in the original game, he's stubborn. He's, throw, he he's just stubborn as hell. If you went to the zoo and a monkey threw a hundred barrels, you'd be like, this guy's <laughs> fucking nonstop yeah, stubborn. I, honestly, stubborn is I not would, the word that comes to mind. I would get there after five barrels. <laughs> <laughs> five barrels in, I'd be like, this guy's an asshole. Um, un- unrelated to Nintendo, I've uh, heard two different origin- origins of Pac-Man. Yeah. Uh, one was that it was Puck Man, right? But they thought it would be vandalized too much Fuck on arcade man. machines. Oh, Fuck man. that's interesting. And if it o- was Puck Man, Chuck would be like, <laughs> "Hell yeah!" And the, it's Fuck Man. The other one is that uh, the the Japanese word for to eat is is Paku P A K U. So it's Paku Man. Yeah. And that's so it's it. That seems like which that, makes that's, more sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know which one is accurate. Paku I wasn't man. there. I think Paku Man. <laughs> Sounds right. Paco Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ms. Paco Man. Anyway, we're bringing up Mario, and I'm going to give you my spoiler-free review for the audience. Yeah. <clears throat> Visually, 10 out of 10. The idea of trying to take it and make a story out of it, I think, in terms of, like, where's the princess, who is this, I think 10 out of 10. Music stuff, uh, design, 10 out of 10. But it just felt like a movie. Fonts. 10, 10 out of 10. Out of 10. Yeah. But it was, just felt like a movie that was made for very, very young audience. So it feels pretty weightless, um, but very fun. Yeah, I was surprised at the tie-in to the Saw universe. Oh, I'm sorry, Ray. <laughs> I forgot we weren't supposed to At the very it. end of the movie, 
Luigi stands up. Yes. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, let the games begin. <laughs> How excited were you? was like, let me out, let me out. When you saw that moment for the first time. Genuinely, you... I was in my dorm room. Oh, I bad. pirated the movie because yes. my roommate showed me pirating. Yeah. I pirated Saw. Yeah. I was with a lady. Ooh. We're sitting on the bed watching the movie on my computer screen, the CRT screen, right? Like the yes. big the big boy. We're watching the movie. I like jumped out of the bed, uh, out of the dorm room bed and I was like, "What?" It blew my fucking it mind. It was awesome. It really yeah. did. Like it, it was it was so good. Yeah, it was it was wild. Can I it tell you what, a dumb story of watching a movie with a young lady? The last thing I'll say okay. about that really quickly is like I didn't have <laughs> so what did Sean? What did Sean Connery do in your dorm room? I didn't have shack. Right? Was it because of something Jigsaw did? She was she yeah. was talking too much. She was talking way too much. She was chatty. She was a chatty Kathy. Yep. No, I didn't have shack that that, right. that evening. I think because. I wouldn't shut up <laughs> about how awesome the twist in Saw was. No. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I, that's what, I mean, the next day, sure, right? Yeah, right. But that night, it was just about Shaw. It was just reverse. It was just about a twist. <laughs> Get off me, Cassie. Yeah. Tonight's about Shaw. What a twist. <laughs> Have you I, uh, seen that M. Night Shyamalan movie? I, Have you seen Robin Hood Men in Tights? Have you seen Shines? Carrie Elways is great in both. Carrie Elways. Carry always. I went to uh, I went to watch a movie with a with a woman. We were going to watch the movie Big Fish, and this is kind of the first time we're hanging out. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, all right, like I know this is an emotional movie, but also like I I've kind my crush on this woman has waned. And I walk over to her apartment, and I get there, and I walk in, and I'm like, this is a just friends movie, right? Oh no, no. Not my <laughs> you needed a phone call. From my friend Sean Connery. <laughs> hold on. Actually, actually, hold on, hold on. Just French. <laughs> Losers say just French. Yep. The winners go, go home and fuck the prom queen. Right. <laughs> this works out well because I have to leave, but this is this is the right out point. As Chuck and Ray continue to talk, I'll just imagine you gotta stop cackling. What a what a stubborn donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, we wish you nothing but the yeah. best. I have a rehearsal to get to. <laughs> All right, Brad. All right. We love you, buddy. Be well, be safe. I'll miss you. I'm going to sit in Brad's chair, see how it feels. All right. A woman. Losers complain about that. So, did you see Ambulance yet? I have not seen Ambulance yet. They reference that exact line. Which is from a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ref they said that. They say yeah. he's like he's like, I don't know, I did my best. And he goes, You know what Sean Connery says? And they go into that. Michael Bay, man, he just <laughs> he found a thing and he was just like, What if I do this forever? What if I out Michael Bay myself every day? You know, it's really funny because what whatever he brings to the table, I think it's very valuable in certain places. Like yeah. The Rock is awesome. I love The Rock. The Rock is awesome. Not the actor, the movie. Uh, I like I like both. But the I movie's think The great. Rock, the actor's fine, but the movie's great. The movie I like. 
I like the movie rock more than the man rock. What else was Michael Bay responsible for as, oh, Bad Boys, Bad Boys 1 and 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in all those, in, in those capacities, I think that he's awesome. Sure. And then I'm like, Transformers feels so soulless to me. I've never, I, yeah. I only watched the first one. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. not trans. And Ninja Turtles, he made too, yeah. feel very soulless to me. Didn't he do Stealth? Was he the director of Stealth? I didn't see Stealth. Wow. Oh. Good? Is that that's a bad joke that you just made? Okay. You didn't see stealth. I, I, that's it's good. We need Brad back. <laughs> <laughs> but I think ambulance is a return to the rock. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. thought it was awesome. Um, so I feel bad for the guy sometimes. Not that bad. You feel bad for Michael Bay? I just think he's he's had a lot of hard knocks. Man, give him a give him a superhero movie. See what he does with it. That this is. I mean, I think. Right? I think that to him, the the Transformers and Ninja Turtle movies are superhero movies. That's fair. In terms of like what he's gotten to do. I'll be honest with you. Uh, the Transform Transformer movies. We could have yeah. talked about this when Brian Bowden was on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I saw the first one, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, you know, and then I didn't see any else, anything else. Uh, but I have seen multiple Transformer movies, the later ones, because yeah. Brian Bowden. I know. On his birthday. I know. Usually a, a Transformer movie comes out and he guilts me into going. I hear you. And I have to go and watch it at the movie theater and pay my monies for it. <laughs> and it's so bad that the last one we saw. I know. Um, Anthony Hopkins? With Anthony Hopkins. I saw the trailer. It's ridiculous. We talked about this on Ray Harrington Must Content at one point. Like they, they inject like the history of the Transformers to the point where there's like, it's him and like, uh and and like like one of the transformers is helping the underground railroad no yes <laughs> no. yes harriet, you don't know this harriet tubman harriet tubman there's like a picture of like like fucking bumblebee with harriet tubman that cannot be the truth i swear to you <laughs> i swear to you and the viewer listener that is absolutely true which and we talked about it on what's what's the racial term for a sacrilegious because there's gonna be one uh, I am so tempted to just dump in the clip from Ray Harrington Must content with Brian yeah. because we get into this because what that means, yeah. what it's trying to say yeah. is that during slavery, yeah. the, the robots were here and they were like, we'll help on your side. Yes. Right? But not wipe it out, not <laughs> fix it all. But we'll do a little bit. We'll help you sneak some slaves free. Like, that's it. We'll help you sneak slaves free. Which means that the Decepticons were pro-slavery. <laughs> right? They were, it brings a new, new level of evil to what they want to do. Oh, world, yeah, yeah. Right? See, I just want to repeat the whole thing from Ray Harrington Must Content. But it's, it's the idea of, uh, uh, of the, the bad Decepticon. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But being like, it's about states' rights. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's funny. It's crazy. They showed that. They showed um, there were they had like a whole backstory of fighting in World War Two. So, okay, so which is bananas because you can't just show Bumblebee fucking up a Nazi base because now what you've put in my head is concentration camps and Transformers. So, so I, it's so funny because I saw Transformers one like casually yeah. on the TV. I'm doing other stuff. Shia LaBeouf. We don't have to play the whole thing. Right. Uh, we don't have to play the clip of uh, Ray Harrington Must Content. Just shorthand, eventually we get to a point 
where Optimus Prime is hiding Anne Frank saying, <laughs> climb inside me, right? Like that's, so that's now, you've, now you've heard it, climb inside me. That's fun. Uh, Such atrocities should never be witnessed. Climb inside me. <laughs> and so. Bring your notebook. Climb inside me. <laughs> so, so, so Transformers 1 gets big. Yeah. I see the other ones coming out, and it's one of those franchises where you're just like, I don't know anything about this, and you just don't pay attention to it. Yeah. But then it's like, I did see the trailer for one in like Scotland with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. And then I saw one where there's dinosaur ones. Uh And I just saw one where an ape comes out of a waterfall Mm. and he's a transformer and he's like, ah, and then the Optimus Prime is like, ah, and then the ape goes, no, 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 we shouldn't fight. Something way worse is going on. And I'm like, whoa, what is this about? Yeah. And so I don't know. What a stubborn monkey. (laughs) What a Donkey Kong. What a fucking Donkey Kong. (laughs) And I was like, I I don't know the story. Yeah. But if they, you know, me and you both share a love for the Fast and Furious franchise. Sure. If they are that self-aware, I see how it could be fun, but I don't know if they're not like... They are not self-aware. No? The last two I saw with Brian are objectively bad movies to the point where uh, Michael Bay... I don't know if this was an issue with... As a projectionist when I was working at the movie theater, Yeah, there are plates that you have to put into the projector that cover... Uh, the top and bottom of oh, the Oh, you screen. were actually, like, you worked in the projector booth. Yeah. I thought you were talking about how you project all... <laughs> Bad joke. <laughs> Bring Brad back. We need Brad. He's, he's like, Chuck's an egomaniac. Brad is the... <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's a projectionist. Brad's the DMZ between us. <laughs> I think he's, he's the just, demilitarized I think he's, zone. I think he's the, the Let's DM... Let's just reach across and the, touch. The, the, the dungeon master. Just touch. <laughs> Remember the uh, gym thing you had to do when you were a kid? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hated that. Uh, so, but, uh, like, uh, I don't know if they just didn't put the plate on when they were projecting the movie, which covers the top and bottom of the screen. It kind of tells you what format it's going to be in, yeah. what aspect ratio. Right. Uh, and obviously, you know, film is shot, and digitally as well, is shot in different aspect ratios. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can have multiple aspect ratios. Now I'm getting so nerdy. Yeah, you like- can have multiple aspect ratios in one scene for specific purposes. Mm-hmm. Right, this movie. I again, I don't know if it's because of the plate, uh, but usually this also gets taken care of in post production, like the final pass. Yes. They'll put the bars on or whatever. Mm-hmm. This movie changed aspect ratios throughout. Really, it it was a distraction to me, and I looked up to the corner, and you could see the aspect ratio. Mm-hmm changing throughout it i don't know if it's because they didn't put a plate on or if michael bay is that lazy i don't know that's really interesting. and i promise you they're not self-aware they are doing what they're doing earnestly and it's so needlessly complicated and complex yeah they've created like lore that doesn't make sense right i've watched those movies with brian yeah I don't know what was going on or why it was happening. And it does get to a point like the third act of the Transformer movies. Yeah. Is just a fucking cacophony visually and auto and, and auditorily. Like you are watching CGI things happen so quickly and with so much going on. Yeah. You can't even make sense of it, and like that's uh, that's my number one complaint with the the design of those transformers. If we're getting nerdy, yeah, when you see them transform, it's not even cool because there's so many moving parts. <laughs> your brain can't even. 
I'm like, oh, it just turns into metal mush and then it's something else. I've noticed that it's because I remember when I was buying my first 4K TV, I was in Best Buy and it was having like a one where they were like fighting around like buildings and highways. Yeah. And there was like glass shards. And I'm like, okay, well, this is translating that like the picture is extremely clear and you can see very minute details. Yeah. But also... Yeah, when they do transform, it is like for a second you kind of shut down as a human watching it yeah. because there's too many things happening to look at. Right. Here's yeah. here's 4,000 moving gears. Yes, right. And little sharp ends. Yeah. And now it's a car. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like yeah. it's like it's like a dove comes out and then it's a car. It's insane. Yeah. It really is insane. I wish it was self-aware cuz that would be fun. I think a fun Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like take it in that direction of like a uh uh I'm trying to think of when I'm blanking right now, but like, oh no, I just totally drew blank. Yeah. Ah, like uh, 21 Jump Street. Right. Um, uh, the the A-Team movie. Sure. Ish. I think I think 21 and 20 Jump Street are, great, are a great example of saying, well, here's what the thing is. But let's make a different thing, basically. Let's just, yes, exactly. That yeah. that sort of revolves around the original idea. Yeah, uh, but like like the John Wick movies and the Fast and Furious movies more so, mm-hmm. they know what they are, mm-hmm. they're self-aware, and they do the thing. However, the humor is... St- it's interesting, with Fast and Furious, the humor is still like... The level of humor in a Fast and Furious movie that is self-aware is the same humor that would be in a Fast and Furious movie that wasn't self-aware. Does that make sense? Yeah, The absolutely. humor is still not great, right? Like, the, the comedy beats are kind of generic comedy beats. Well, this is one of the things I wonder about Fast Sorry, and Furious. Sorry, Luda. <laughs> See, so... Sorry, Tyrese. So when you say that, just for the audience, because I know what you're talking about, you're talking about the intentional comedy <clears throat> beats. Yeah. But there are moments like when... Vin Diesel crashes his car into one side of a highway bridge to fly out yeah. and catch Letty uh-huh. and land on a car on the other side of the highway bridge. Mm-hmm. To me, that is a comedy beat as a viewer. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, but then there is a part of me that believes that they are like, this will translate as so over the top that it's silly in a fun way yeah i just never see those scenes and laugh i see those scenes and know they're ridiculous yeah but appreciate what they're doing me too does that make sense it's almost it's more of a smiling moment yeah like the logic of if you lived in the fast and furious uh universe if i did if you lived there oh no 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 (laughs) you're already having sex with Charlize Theron. You're already there, right? Yeah. And Ludacris. You're like, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> oh, no. I was there for such a short amount of time, and I have a Mack truck full of VCRs. <laughs> DVD players. I remember yeah. Johnny Tran. I know what no, he no, did. No, no. I know what he did. Uh, but no, I, I think uh, uh, the the funny of like that universe yeah. is if you did live there, yeah. all you need to know is no matter what happens, yeah. You could fall out of a plane. Yeah. As long as you land on the windshield, you're fine. Yeah, right. right? If yeah. you if you land on the on the hood it could or hurt. the top of the car, you could die. Yeah. <laughs> but if you land on the windshield, totally fine. Yes. Totally. I love yeah, the, the franchise is great. Um the last one for me was a little it was it was creaky. I, it got I, a little it turned a little too soap opera to me. We've talked about this. I love the last one. Yeah. I really loved uh I loved the space stuff. 
I loved the crew from Tokyo Drift coming back. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, Han. I'm a Han guy for life. Uh, I love Han. I think one of the saddest moments is is uh, uh, I, uh, Gal Gadot yes. dying. I love the way they did it. Oh, my gosh. She I, sacrifices herself, Chuck. I got to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring her back. I would love if they bring her back. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I wouldn't be surprised. Are you kidding me right now? I, yeah, I love I love those movies. Uh, I've always said I wanted a scene. I think I might have said it on the podcast. I've always wanted a scene where Dominic Toretto pulls up to a red light and then a muscle car pulls up and it's John Wick. Which I know. And he just goes, nice car. They released uh, Back to the Future. I think it was Universal released a picture. Um, I don't I don't know if it was just fan made, but it looks pretty great. And it's Dom, and it's a view from like below in the car, and it's him in the DeLorean. And they That's released great. it on the on uh, April first, and I'm like, fuck yeah! Um, That's fun. Yeah, this is a funny summer because we got Mario. Yeah, we have a new Transformers movie. We, maybe yeah, you do. The collective world. I don't. Uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. Indiana Jones. Indy Jones, yep. Ninja Turtles. Can we talk about... Listen, I... New John Wick. I don't even think I've watched a trailer for the new Indiana Jones. Oh, really? I just don't want to because I will see the movie. Me too. Um, I'll take Finn Mm because he saw the the original three. Mm -hmm. And like I was really surprised that he liked it. And I was like, yeah, this is great. We're watching these three movies. This is awesome, right? I didn't fill him in on the, the details of Indy. I was and the original say, dates of he's too young. how time he's works. He's too young. Right. He's he's so young that Indy would be into him. <laughs> Wait, three, three. Dr. <laughs> Jones. What a stubborn monkey. <laughs> what a stubborn monkey. <laughs> Indiana <Yeah>. Dunk. <laughs> we named the dog Stubborn Donkey. That's so stupid. This is what happens when Brad goes away. We're so used to a three-person podcast where we do 33% of the show. And now we're just like... (sighs) I mean, if we really try, we could push it up to 80, but that's about as far as we get. No, I I, I will take Finn to see Mm. it. But, dude, like, I... Hot water burned baby. I learned my lesson. I put my hand on the stove with the fourth Indiana Jones movie. Well, I just found out something about the new one that I didn't realize. My son saw the fourth uh, fourth one when mm-hmm. he was eight years old. I saw an eight-year-old boy go, that sucked. Like, he was so disappointed <laughs> in that, in Crystal Skull. And I was like, that's my boy, you know? George Lucas had, a, had was, like, part of the storytelling team on all of them, yeah. including Crystal Skull, has nothing to do with Indiana Jones 5. That's interesting. Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's yeah. a question of why. Like, why? Yeah. Like, um, I just wasn't interested in it. Didn't, I didn't nope, feel it. They, nope. Steve didn't like my ideas. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's what it is. That's the direction yeah. to go in. Steve didn't like my ideas. <laughs> what if he met, like, a... <laughs> Where, what if there was, like, what if there was a big <laughs> statue of... Count Dooku. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we always said that maybe we'd have him cross over. Yeah, I'm just mm. thinking maybe this is uh maybe this is time. I think maybe one of the things he finds on his ar- archaeology dig, you know, something that could be from a time long, long ago, <laughs> from far, far away. They they have a what's it called? Technically, it would be <clears throat> a, a previous civilization. They they already did they already did have the hieroglyphics, right? You know about this, right? In Indiana Jones, 
the hieroglyphics yeah. in Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. have stuff from Star Wars in it. Oh, okay. In- indicating it's the same universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I mean, it's funny because I love Indiana Jones and I appreciate the world a lot. And mm-hmm. I really think that there's like a whole space of of in- adventure movies I wish there were more of. And sure, Indiana Jones yeah, is like yeah, top yeah. tier. Um, but it was, was not something I was super close to. So like everybody else, I'm just like Crystal Skull... Like I, I liked a couple of moments in it. I liked the idea of the the nuclear bomb, and he's in the refrigerator. I thought that was cool. It was that was a uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, it was originally a Back to the Future. Yep. Um, but uh, Indiana Jones Five, some of the parts look cool in the trailer, mm-hmm. and I do think it's interesting to read that they're like, oh, we're not de aging Harrison Ford. Yeah, we're using footage of him when he was younger. Because we have so much footage of him yeah. with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas yeah. that we're actually using footage from that time period. But it's weird. It's weirdest weird. thing. Why? Weirdest thing. Don't, you don't need to. My buddy Rupert, great guy, has helped us out. He told me, and I think... Wait, use, do the nickname that you use when he's not around. Droopy Roop. Droopy Roop. Uh, droopy Poopy Roop. Droopy Poopy Roop. It's true. He told me, and I, this cannot now be true. Now you're doing a song. <laughs> Droopy poopy roop, it's true. Ooey gooey goo, I love you. This guy's guy sad. <laughs> come back. This guy sounds disgusting. Ooey yeah. <laughs> gooey. Yeah. Droopy poopy. Droopy poopy. <laughs> he told me this. There's no way this is true. He yeah. says Indiana Jones 5 will be about him going back in time to team up with his younger self from the 80s and having to solve something. No. And he's like, that's what the Dial of Destiny is. It's a time machine thing. No. It doesn't seem no. like that's possible. It does not seem like that's what's no. happening. But that's what he told me. No. I hate it. The, I fucking hate can I say, it. Can I'm I say, sorry, but I can, do. Can I say something? Yes. Endgame pulled it off. Sure. And that, and on paper, fucking bananas. Right. But... It's a different world. You know what shot I liked? I, I, I recently rewatched this. I didn't see it. I hadn't seen it until it, it, uh, since it came out. Yeah. Uh, but when I was stuck on the uh, cruise, the, the boat, when I was lost at sea, mm. uh, you know, I only have so many things I can watch. I watched Logan again. Logan's. Oh, oh Logan. Yeah. Logan is yeah, great. No. I thought you were going to say Wolverine. Sorry. I was thinking of no. Wolverine. Logan. Logan's rules. awesome. I love awesome. Logan. It's great. Uh, and and you just remind me of the fight that he has with, his, with the clone of him uh, that is the younger version of him, and he right. does the fight. Mm-hmm. That's fun and good, but that's Wolverine who would fight clones and things. Mm. And I just, I know it's just it's like you don't have to do that. Don't do time travel, please. Don't do time time travel. Actually, because time travel worries me because it's too tempting for lazy writing. I Does agree. that make sense? I agree. You know what? This actually brings us to a thing that we talked about bringing up on the podcast that we haven't been able to bring up yet. Rolling back women's suffrage. So We don't want them to vote. Well, you don't. And I'm saying let's hear them out. Right. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> we talked about uh, Scream 6 mm-hmm. when you were on the boat. I was like, I, I texted you and I was like, oh, do you mind if me and Brad do like a bonus episode about Scream 6? And you're like, I no, go ahead. I was texting back, help, help. I'm stuck. Help, help. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scream 6. Um and uh, what I did said, Ray say? I don't know. He sent coordinates. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> so we'll just do a solo. It's fine. <laughs> oh, he's stuck at sea. Let's just do an episode. So we talked about. I talked about the idea of like. I'm like, oh, Ray wouldn't want to do a deep dive on Scream Six. Sure. Yeah. And I said that in the beginning, and 
then you made the comment on Facebook about like, I like to talk about movies too. I don't want to talk about Scream 6. And I wanted to clarify the I, comments. I don't think that's the tone that I had <laughs> when I was But the reason, the reason I brought it up was because people were like, Scream 6 should go supernatural. Mm. Even though all the Scream movies are not supernatural. Yeah. And you were just bringing up the idea that Indiana Jones 5 bringing in time travel in the fifth movie. Yeah. 40 years after the first one right it would be like a like a shitty choice it also sucks because like there's within the within the indiana jones movies with that universe or whatever mm -hmm. the MacGuffin by the end there is ultimately some form of um other yeah so, not su supernatural or extraordinary whatever it is right uh that's you know, what i love in the trailer they say that Okay, but yeah, but this is what I'm saying. It's like that you have those moments, right? Yeah. Uh, I think two of them are biblical, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The, the, whole, the, 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 yeah, the grail. The grail and the Ark of the Covenant, yes. which is also biblical. Right. Uh, and then you get the, the middle one, which, which is like a little dip, and that's more just like mystical. Right. That's mysticism. Sure. Kalima, you know, right. all that stuff. Yeah. Then the fourth one's like, yo, aliens are real. And they are the old pyramids, basically. You know, like that. And it was just like, what? And then it turns into a spaceship, and there's like a black hole that happens. And I'm like, just, we don't. I know. The other movie, he just goes, close your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then a guy turns to wax and melts away. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I love it. Now I just sound like an old man. To then also be like, oh, and time travel. Like, we're getting to a point by the fifth movie where you're like, so... The Bible is real <laughs> yeah. and accurate. Yeah. Also, like, voodoo magic is real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, aliens exist and were here a very long time ago. Yep. And now time travel is also real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, listen, when you're flying around with the aliens... Mm -hmm. Don't run into my time travel machine yeah. <laughs> yeah. because I'm Jesus. also trying to avoid <laughs> angels flying yeah, in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, no, 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 you have too many. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? It's like, oh, no, Moses has a voodoo doll, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like insane. <laughs> wait, wait, let's go back to yesterday before he got it. I got it. <laughs> we'll go back to yesterday. I'll ask the plobiomes, the, the guys from outer space, I'll ask the plobiomes to, to shoot us back. We'll go back in time to before Moses got the voodoo doll. Yes. Simple. I mean, I, I will say... And then we're out in Egypt and we go, ooh la la. <laughs> ooh la la. la. Devil's advocate. Mm. I do think it's, it would be kind of fun to have a universe where 90% of it is normal, like we normally live. Yeah. And then there are like these little dips into supernatural stuff being real, which is kind of what they did. And now they're yeah. just doing more, more, more. And you're saying basically how much of this you're going to stack up. Yeah. Like yeah. are werewolves going to be the next one? Well, and that's my thing is yeah. like the first three, it's like, okay, at least with this, I can see that the, uh, a through line. the supernatural elements here mm -hmm. are deeply connected to the archaeological thing they're finding, right? Right. And then the fourth one's like, yeah, it's archaeological aliens. It was aliens. It's a the skull. Mayans it's were a aliens. Skull. They were all aliens, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah. And then the time travel thing, I'm like, there's no, there's no thing in uh, archaeology yes. where you're like time machine. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's that to me that bums me out. 
I understand. And, and I think the easy out there is like, why would he be as an archaeologist? Why would he stumble on it? Oh, because time travel was invented way in the future. And that, so it doesn't exist now when Indiana Jones is around, mm -hmm. which will be in the, what, 60s by now? I guess so, yeah. Because it was the 50s last time. Yeah, right. Um, and, uh, and so a time machine from the future traveled back to the uh, ancient past, and I'm uncovering this time machine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, fuck off. You I know, know what I mean? I know, I hear you. Also, doesn't it feel weird when Indiana Jones isn't fighting Nazis? I know. I like my, I like my Indiana Jones like I like my Transformers fighting Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. if in this yeah. he's fighting the Nazis and they're like <laughs> the, the ground rumbling, starts rumbling, rumbling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or no, it's, and it just shows him and he goes like. No, the Nazis have him at gunpoint, and they're like, you will uncover this uh, yeah. archaeological dig, Mr. And Jones. He goes, and he's brushing away, and he's like, and somebody's like, what is it? Did you find it? And he goes, it's a windshield wiper. <laughs> right? I was and say, then Optimus Prime comes out. I was going to say, oh, there might be someone that has a problem with that. And they go, who? And he goes, my friends. And all the shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's in the suit. Yeah. Climb inside me. <laughs> Indiana Jones grabs his hat. And, oh my god! You know what'd be funny in the beginning of this five? We go in to see it, and he goes to like have a coffee, make a coffee thing, and it doesn't work. And he goes, "Oh, I hate robots." Me and you look at each other. <laughs> we roll our eyes because yeah, yeah. we know what's coming. Uh, here it comes. Everybody walks out like, "Wow, what a twist!" We're like, "Sure, yeah, yeah big twist." Yeah. But let's talk about the movie thing. The idea that I said, like, oh, Ray wouldn't want to get into Scream Six, like. This. Oh, sure, sure. You know yeah, what I, mean? I think yeah, we can we can rap on that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think so. It's fun. All right, ready? I'll do the beat, then you rap. Okay. I'm droopy, goopy, droopy. <laughs> Go into that. Yes. We can't do that. No, please. Cut it. I really hated that. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we we talked a little bit about it, and it it was funny because when you said that on that episode, because I listened, because I was literally a captive on a boat, I had yeah, no yeah, other yeah, option. Yeah. yeah. And I listened to it, and uh, and you said that I'm like I like talking about movies. I do it all the time, um, and but I was letting it slide, and then I got like some comments or messages or whatever. Somebody was like, I don't know, I know. Chuck said you don't like talking about movies, but I was wondering, you said you saw this movie. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I like talking about movies, right? Well, I, did, I definitely didn't say Ray doesn't like talking about movies. Yeah, I yeah. think I said Ray doesn't like to do like a deep dive on Scream 6. Yeah, and we talked about this, uh, you know, off mic. Yeah. And it's like, I will get so invested in talking about movies to we have had so many conversations over the phone because I, I don't want to look you in the eye uh about uh, movies yeah it, it, talking about it everywhere from like the beats of the thing the fun aspect of just just plain out just straight up enjoying a movie right but then also getting into the deeper stuff of like the writing right choices that are made right larger stuff for like the studio why this would happen is the, does this that. does this represent the world does this represent the story right. does this come to a conclusionary moment does this tie into the beginning does yeah, this change I've and i've joked about it with you like i will get straight up forensic on a movie right, right? that's and the word you what did you say you said forensic uh you didn't say forensic filmmaking but you said something yesterday yeah yeah about like a forensic basically look at movies yeah um but i like doing that the the issue is we like different movies right and i don't so, think that's true okay all right i think i think what's that, your favorite yorgos lanthimos movie <laughs> well here's the thing 
This is what How we, do you this, feel about... Here's what I think is a better way to say it. You don't like some of the movies I like. Yeah. And you don't watch some, some of, the of the movies, movies you watch. Like. Yeah. But I, now I don't like them. Yeah. You just don't watch them. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah. But also, and like we talked about this a little bit too, it's tough because if I'm like Scream 6 and all the trailers are everywhere and everyone knows it and it's all over the place, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's a thing to talk about in the podcast because such a large amount of the audience is aware of it culturally. Right, right. Where and, if there and, is something small that people don't know about, yeah. that's great. Just like just like Hell or High Water. We both like that a lot. Sure. And it's not really a movie that it's like a marquee thing where people will be but like... But it sucks because those movies, to me, yeah. those movies have far more meat Artis- to chew on. Well, basically artistic merit. There's choices. There's there's uh, performances. There's, there's messages. There's <clears throat> subtext to pull from, sure. right? Like it's more... It's literary. How's that? It's it's like it's film as literature, and you can think, you can get into it and think, really enjoy it. I think talking about it through the lens of artistic merit is a way to look at sure, it. Sure, yeah. Or something like, uh, I mean, even everywhere, all, every every everything, everywhere, all at once is one of those movies that kind of crossed over. Yeah, yeah. Where it started out, yeah, from coming being made from that point of view, and then people just appreciated it so much, and a lot of different things happened to kind of propel it into the mainstream, and it won all the Oscars and all that stuff. Yeah, it's one of those movies where it's like, well, this is about pushing boundaries, about playing with the idea of cinema, and just it's like a high-minded take on making a story about, you know, in this case, a multiverse and a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, I know what you're talking about exactly when you say that, and so it's funny because we get to enjoy that stuff yeah but it is harder to bring that stuff to the table and dissect because it's not quite as uh accessible yeah it it's it's the the pop of that pop culture is smaller exactly you know exactly but it's tough too because like i would spend an hour talking about banshees uh, of hero in assurance yeah um uh, yeah, I would talk for an hour about that, but yeah. also because I love that writer director, and we could talk about all the different stuff. Yeah, or why uh, why the remake to um, a movie? Oh my god, I can't remember the the, uh, the original name of it. But there was there was a foreign film that was the story of a family at a ski resort mm-hmm. where an avalanche happens, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's going to hit the resort, but it doesn't. And it's in the first like 15 minutes of the film Mm -hmm. and the dad in the family gets up and runs. They're all outside having lunch. He gets up and runs. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the movie is just dealing with the fact that he abandoned the family to run. Yeah. Even though nothing happened. Yeah. 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 And it's great. That is great. It's such a good movie. Yeah. And they remade it recently. And I don't remember the name. They changed the name of it. That's why I can't remember either one. And it was starring Will Ferrell and uh uh julia louis dreyfus mm-hmm. and like kalina and i watched it and we're like it's good it's good their their performances are very good but at the end it was just like this didn't need to be made sure it's weird right because the other one had a decent amount of attention and it literally feels like this movie's good Let's just do it in English because there's a whole lot of people that just won't read a movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's a bummer. I want to talk about the movie that I watched uh, on the boat that I brought with me, Burning, which Mm. is a Korean film with uh, Steven Yeun is in it. And it's fucking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And the ending is like, I did not see where this movie was going. Yeah. 
It's stuff like that that feels more literary, that feels more like... This is what excites you like about the, film. It's, film. It, yeah, it's the red meat of film versus movie, right? Like, yeah. And I'm not trying to sound high-minded or full of myself or like a fucking culture critic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's not what I'm trying to say. But there is a difference between like thoughtful film and popcorn, right? There, yeah. and it's I love popcorn. I love thoughtful film. And to me, I struggle with the idea of being like, I want to talk for an hour about the sixth Scream movie. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I go, eh, you know, I'll talk about it for 15 minutes. So, so for me, I think I, I, I completely agree. Sure. Like, like, I loved Pig. Yeah, yeah, Pig, yeah. Pig was like, you got to stop calling him that. <laughs> he just, la he I just, just left. He just left. I love Pig. <laughs> the idea of not even calling him the Pig. Yeah, no, just Pig. <laughs> hey, Pig. I'm uh, Brad, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but I love Pig. And it's, it's funny because when you start talking to people about that, you might be like, so uh, Nicolas Cage... And they're just like, oh, what's what crazy yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah. And you're like, no, no, yeah. no, it's a very muted performance. It's right. actually this beautiful, but I understand, I understand what you're talking about, about how that like kind of excites you in a different way. I think what happens with me when it comes to, you know, Scream Six or any of these big properties is I like the parameters that start happening. And there's this kind of equation in my head about the accessibility of like the mainstream audience who knows, yeah. for example, Michael Myers or someone like that. Uh, he was a SNL cast member. Yes, yes. Uh, Mike, Michael Myers. Uh, and, and he invented Austin Powers. <laughs> and uh, Not the electric company in Texas. Yes. And... Uh, That's Austin Power. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> so oh, dumb. <laughs> but the idea of... A and Austin Powers' famous phrase... Somebody stop me, baby. <laughs> Somebody right? shock me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody stop me, baby. Right? That isn't that? Yeah, that's right. Austin Power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the idea of that accessibility in terms of people having a general awareness, yeah, combined with the parameters of creating something that so many people care about. And I and finding the missteps in there yeah and the idea of like me you brad as having these minds that are built from these meteor ideas of cinema and storytelling in general not yeah, even yeah, just yeah, movies yeah. yeah and saying why did they do this where did this come from how did they do this that is really interesting to me almost from a place of it's almost like more of a place of like creation because mm -hmm. it's always from the point of view of like well what if we were put in charge of this sure no i understand what yeah so to me and it also, you know, sometimes like, 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 like there's not going to be a lot of times where I'm like, let's sit down and talk about how we feel about this existing thing for an mm -hmm. hour or whatever. It's usually going to be, let's play with it in our way, which yeah. is where we bring in pitch doctors. We have our own yeah, versions no, I, of it. I, I totally get it. Yeah. It's just tough because, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, I guess, I guess where I fall on it is like, I'm down to play yeah if you did say to me i want to talk about scream six for an hour for an episode i'd yeah. be like we can do better for an hour together all three of us yeah we can make a better well, thing that's why so so it's interesting like i wouldn't really want to be like hey we have time together the three of us we're going to film at the connection yeah yeah let's sit down and do it but if it's like hey do you want to do an audio only oh, bonus sure, sure, episode sure. totally it's absolutely kind of a i thing. totally get that yeah yeah, yeah. You no, know? I, I agree and i think it, with scream six too I'm so close to the series of Scream, mm -hmm. and I'm so like the original Scream touched me so much. We were just talking about Saw and how important that was. Yeah, 
Like, I felt the same way about Scream. You have that ghost face tattoo on your inner thigh. That's right. Yeah. Because it looks like it's going to... And look what I... Watch what I can do with this pain. mouth. I'm going to show you something. <laughs> and, um, uh, but no, the thing... Yeah. The thing is, like, that original movie... I'm going to suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing I'm the suck voice. suck dick off your body. Yeah. Um, it was... I was... I'm going to gobble you up. <laughs> I was so... Uh, Fucking ghost face <laughs> phone sex line. <laughs> Oh, Chuck, you know what we need to do? We need to get Mad TV back on the air. Yeah. Because we have great Mad TV sketches. Yeah, yeah. They're not quite SNL sketches. I was going to say the top 10% could be on SNL, and then there's 90%. Most of what we do is just like Ghostface being like, I'm going to eat you out, right? Like, it's just, I'm going to eat your butt. (laughs) To quote you. (laughs) Yeah, it's stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's fucking ridiculous. I think with that specific thing, it was just like it scream one was so close. Like I was so excited. Yeah. I love that movie so much. And it really probably affected me as a filmmaker, even because it was 96 and I was 12. Yeah. And, um, <gasps> scream six. <coughs> I'm sorry. Oh God. <laughs> I just, I, I remember I the inhale. This is what just happened. <laughs> oh my God. I literally choked on a good idea. <laughs> I had a thought. Deeply inhaled, yes. caught some fluff in the air or yeah, something, yeah. and just started gagging. Oh my god! Idea, yeah. Our another Matt TV sketch. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Austin Powers. Uh-huh. Are you ready for this? This yeah. is definitely a Matt TV sketch. <gasps> Boston Powers. <laughs> <laughs> That's and good. it's just somebody hey, trying. Hey. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> just like, oh no, this sucks. This That's sucks. Yeah. I like Boston Powers. It's fucking shagadelic, baby. Rejected Halloween costume. Boston Powers. Boston Powers. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, the Celtics, the Celtics jersey. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Southie. It's not a good look. So I was going to say. Sorry, apologies to anybody from Southie. But I think what happened with Scream 6 mm. is that. Oh, no. Now we're here. We're talking about I, Scream I haven't, 6. I don't think I finished a sentence in the past 10 minutes. Neither have I, man. <laughs> and so I, the reason I want to talk about it is that movie was important to me. Scream 6 was so close to being the best sequel of Scream. Mm-hmm. And it was so clear. It was right there. They could have done it. And I think I couldn't believe it because I, I my expectations were rock bottom yeah, after yeah. Scream 5 and all this stuff. And then last five minutes, I feel like they blew it. So I felt like I needed to express sure, that. Sure, yeah, But absolutely. most of the time... I what I want to do with that kind of big stuff is I want us to become part of it yeah. and us to take our own ideas to the table. No, I get um, that. Yeah, you know? and, and 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 like that's that's stuff to play with when it is more pop culture-y stuff. Exactly. Right? You're not exactly. going to have a fun thing where it's like, but what if we were in the Lobster? Yeah. Right. Like that's <laughs> yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I get that. I yeah, get that. Yeah. You know. Oh, what if we? You know. The <laughs> what killing if Ray of- was in Hereditary? <laughs> Right. No, that's even pop. That's pop stuff too. Yeah. But I'm talking like I'm I'm keep pulling Yorgos Lanthimos movies. But like, oh, if we were in the killing of a sacred deer, yes, and we were all given the same curse, yes, how would we deal with like it's yeah, I like that kind of stuff and uh and and really talking about those movies, but I also recognize that that's that would be for a very dry film podcast exactly. where we talk about stuff and bring on filmmakers and talk about things like that. And I recognize that that's not, that's not what fun bearable is. Yeah. But it does sometimes bum me out where it's like, we're doing the fun, uh, popcorn stuff, 
where I'm like, but I do like that too. Yeah. So I don't, that's when I, that's when the wrestling comes in for me where I'm like, no, I don't want to spend an hour talking about Scream 6. I don't even want to see Scream 6. It's just not for me. Yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad franchise or anything like that. It's just like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I thought Scream was great. Yes. Uh, I really liked it. Beyond that, I'm fine. I hope you guys enjoy your movies. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are other things that that I'm excited about. Mm. Um, And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to say it like, uh, you know, snob versus cob or like I'm I'm better than or anything like that. I love popcorn stuff. I also love the the more like literary film stuff. Right. It's just harder to play in that world. Yeah. It's, it's, it's It's more like what can you do besides real analyzation? Yeah, I'm like, yes, I want to watch that obscure Russian film uh, from that director because the, you know, because his work should be recognized the same way as uh, John Favreau. No, <laughs> yeah, the the grandfather of cinema, <laughs> John Favreau. By the way, John Favreau. I gotta say, I, I think. People well, but people don't realize how John Favreau will be remembered. He has oh no, I I he he's fantastic. Not not even not even just like oh he made a bunch of good stuff, but more like the 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 bingo card of accomplishing things as a filmmaker sure. is just ridiculous. He's a good kisser. He's a good kisser. One well he he, he directed the first movie in the Marvel universe. Yeah, he directed one of the top five Christmas movies of all time. True revolutionized green screen filmmaking with the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. The jungle book was like the the lion King, the new one, which I don't even like. It's just, it's, it's maybe the most like, I I think it's the most successful animated movie of all time, which is weird to call it animated movie, but I guess it is is, technically, you know, Uh, it's just interesting. It's an interesting thing. No, for sure. It's uh, plus swingers. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 No, I mean, and I, I don't begrudge any of it. Like I think he's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah. I thought Mandalorian did a fantastic job, like kind of revitalizing Star Wars. Sure. My issue now. I know. If we're going to get into it, just at the very end of this episode, just to drop it here. Spoiler alert for anybody on season three of Mandalorian, if you're not caught up i think there's only one episode left of the season which i yeah. is baffling to me well let's 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 just finish this thing so you're you're down to jump into the playing once in a while but uh, it's yeah. hard but it's well i'm just i mean to, to put to, oh sure to, sure to table this yeah, part yeah, yeah, of it yeah. you're down to play in the world of yeah. fast and furious and yeah, scream yeah, 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 and whatever yeah, yeah. it's not so much that you're like i don't want to deal with them at all it's more just like you don't want to spend so much time on something that seems a little bit thin to you yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't I I don't want to spend uh like the runtime of a movie talking about the movie when it's a movie that is not made for that. You know what I mean? It's where where it is just kind of like in in your the estimation. Sixth movie of a horror franchise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not I'm not Yeah, I hear you. It's it's I think that's a good summation of what that is i think you have to i think you should put the qualifier in your eyes and here and here's my my in your eyes <laughs> in my in my i my, want to my be devil's advocate your... there's a great podcast called halloweenies i don't know if you ever listened to it i've heard of it yes uh it's a great it's really good very like it's not as good as christmas dicks <laughs> that's 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 them too by the way oh, it's shit. just it's just but they do this very heady look at like all these different horror franchises yeah but that includes like like yes, Halloween nineteen seventy nine, which people do look at as like a very seminal movie. 
but also like they'll do it with like the new Halloween movie and mm-hmm. they'll do like three hour episodes and yeah. they'll be like, all right, so for the next 20 minutes, we're going to talk about the score choices. Sure. And, but no, but, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, I think that's, that that's, that's its own thing. That podcast is a dry, like we're getting into it. That's what you go there. Exactly. For. You know what yes, I mean? That's, yes. that's all I'm saying. Like I didn't start that podcast with you. Guys. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I hear you. Cause if you pitched that to me, I'd be like, if that's what you want to do, <laughs> then I'll come yes. and I'll be a guest sometime. <laughs> yes. But I don't want to. I don't want to take a you know an hour or two out of my week. Yes. To discuss, I don't know. It's just it's hard to describe this. I've been put yeah. into a position where I'm defend. I feel defensive, but then by defending, it just sounds like an insult. No, I, I get it. I mean, I it's, don't. I'm not saying it's, that it's, Scream it's, Six is dumb or anything it's, like it's, that. It's tough too because I think there is a little bit of the dealer's choice aspect of it too. Because mm-hmm. Brad might come to me. And be like, oh, you know, we saw this movie. Let's do this about this. And it might just be a thing where I'm like, I don't really have a lot of strong feelings about this. And which is honestly part of what you're yeah, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. You're yeah. like, you're like, what were my expectations for the sixth movie in this franchise that mm-hmm. started 30 years ago? Yeah. They were already pretty low. It pretty much met the low expectations. And like I was like, yeah, it wasn't great. And I'm just not really interested. I don't have a lot to say, yeah. which which can be part of it. Um, but like, I think all of us are going to have different things where like me and yeah. you both appreciate fast and furious in like a fun way. There probably are people that are similar to us who appreciate transformers in a fun way. Sure. But we're sure. just like, not those people, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know we, I mean? we haven't been hitting the head that severely. <laughs> and so, uh, so I think it's, it's different. And plus like maybe scream was seminal for me. Yeah. And Nightmare on Elm Street was more seminal for you, so you yeah. would be more invested Chuck, in something like that. Please seminal, because uh, I know and, what you think every time you say it. Yeah, but it might it just might no. Be a I understand. Like yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's interesting because like I, you know, I like talking about film, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll talk about uh, you know, like you know, the popcorn stuff. That's that's a good time. Uh, I recognize that there's not really room in this podcast to talk about cinema. The way I would like to, I get that. I think we could. Uh, I think we could talk know. about it. We would have to, it would have to be like a side thing. It would have to be a bonus. We could do whatever you want. Thing. We'll do a bonus. I'm open. You know, we'll me. do a bonus. It'll be called "If you read subtitles, you can listen to this." Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sub- subtitles knobs. Yeah, I I do think working at the movie theater made me fairly jaded, or not jaded, but sure. cynical. Just like watching people walk out of a movie five minutes in. Uh, because there were subtitles, I know, and being like, I'm, I can't. I came to see a movie, not read a fucking book, and I'm like, oh, god damn, right? Like, they're like, well, this sucks. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, there is, there is maybe a little bit more defensiveness, but there's also like the comedian brain in me screaming right now that this is not a podcast conversation, right? Like this is a conversation about our podcast. Yeah. Not a conversation that should be the podcast. I think we can talk about stuff like this. I know, I know. That's the push and pull like, between us. Well, like, you know I'm what always, would... I'm always the editor in my head going like, that's not, that's not fun or entertaining or interesting. Just cut it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think, I think, uh, I think, well, the other day we were just what? talking about, you think what? We See, were... you're so, <laughs> I flicked him away. See? Look. Well, you know what? Physical people, contact. We just put that's gone. We could make this into a, a smooch fest. We we just we just <laughs> put out the episode that was for a long time in our folders called uh, "Making Stuff Is Embarrassing." Oh yeah, yeah. It came yeah. out as we got spunk is what yeah. we called it, 
And at the end, you and Brad are like, oh, like maybe we should make this a bonus episode. It's right, not right. super. I'm like, I think people and everyone loved that episode. Big, big, like you like, can't I'm so, say everyone. Everyone that you commented. can't look at comments and go. That means everyone loved it. <laughs> I think a lot of people liked it. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying like also if we have fans that are supportive, I think our fans are. They're our just going to be like, loyal people. Oh, good They're not going to be like, I didn't like that one. You know what I mean? I know. I'm, and I'm not even arguing. I think it was a fun, fine episode. Yeah, yes, it yeah. shows an aspect. If that was every week, I'd be like, guys, can we be fucking funny? You yes. know what I mean? No, I But I you. think uh, I, there's always going to be the push and pull between us of, of you know, funny versus... How much, how much personal stuff, how much or truth. Whatever. Yes, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's always going to be the push and pull, but that's because we're different people. By the way, hmm? the menu? Yeah. Fucking awesome. That's yeah, great. I love it. Um, I, so I, good. I feel like no one talked about the menu. They did. Did they? Yeah. I hope they did. You missed the conversation. What was it? You were busy. I was busy watching Scream 6. You were busy getting that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a sensitive spot. <laughs> I think some people didn't understand that some of that movie was like satire of culinary culture. Some? The whole fucking thing is satire. Well, I mean, like, I think that obviously by the end it becomes extreme. But like all the stuff like peppering. Yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking no, it's killer. great. I love but it. I would have a t I would be like, oh, let's talk about that as a bonus episode. Like, sure. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. That's yeah. still popcorn. Oh, I disagree. Okay. I think it's, I mean, it's less popcorn than Transformers. Way uh, less. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. if you're going to compare the two. Well, we, we're talking about big franchise stuff. It's a very different world. Yeah. You know what the, I mean? The menu's not a franchise. <laughs> I would, I would love oh, a more menu movies franchise. like the menu. Yeah. In terms of scope and budget yeah, yeah, yeah which are one place characters boom well like like uh uh with a good example of what like where i go with film versus mm -hmm. where you go with film you know and and talking about things uh the menu i saw the menu and i also saw a triangle of sadness mm -hmm. and my immediate thing was like i liked triangle of sadness mm -hmm. uh the menu it has bite there are there's teeth on the menu. The menu is taking a stand and kind of making that point. Uh, and Triangle of Sadness is making a point about class mm -hmm. and, and, you know, wealth and stuff like that. But it feels a little, it feels like the bite is gone. Like it it's feels, a little bit more like a pondering situation. It just doesn't feel as sharp. For right? sure. Yeah. Like the menu has a sharp stance it's taking. Triangle of Sadness is more play it out kind of soft thing. Mm -hmm. I I liked it, but I really liked that director from his previous work, mm -hmm. and like the discussion of why which why this one had the bite and this one didn't. Yeah, like that's that's interesting to me. Me too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me yeah, too. Yeah. I love yeah. that stuff too. Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. But you yeah. wanted to talk about Mandalorian to close this up. Oh, that really, there's nothing. Like, I don't want to spoil anything for people that yeah, haven't seen it. Sure. I would just say that I personally think with the this new season, like, I loved season one and two. I mm -hmm. went into season one super skeptical. It won me the fuck over. Yep. Uh, season two, really enjoyed that. I liked the episodic nature of the show. Mm -hmm. I thought they created something really fun. Uh, and this season is just a mess. I, they don't know what they're doing, like in terms of where to go. Like the tone is all over the place. Yeah. It'll go from like big drama to wacky bullshit in a whiplash kind of way. Yeah. Um, the odd thing is like 
the character of the Mandalorian because there's the race of the Mandalorian. Yes, for sure. Din Djarin, who's the Mandalorian, is like a fucking side character in this season. It's all this other character. It's it's her story now. Yeah. To the point where, and it's weird because the first two seasons, every everywhere we go, the viewer is through the perspective of Din Djarin. Yeah. We learn about things because he learns about things, right? Yeah. It's always through his point of view. Yeah. In this season, he's literally just like in the, he's in the passenger seat, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. To the point where this other character is like holding Grogu while they're flying and shit. They don't know what to do with Grogu because they sent him off, but now they've brought him back uh, in two episodes of a different show, the Boba Fett show. I know, I know. And now he's back and they did a thing this last episode where they, they put him in a droid body. I won't say what droid, but... And gave Krang him from Turtles. Little, yeah, they gave him. That's what he looks like, and he gave him little mechanisms to control the body. Yeah, but what gets me is a that looks dumb as shit. Please don't do that, right? And I think their their thinking is like, well, now he's no more mobile than just being in that floaty pod. Yeah, right. And I'm like, that robot was janky when it was alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And this is a robot we knew <laughs> that did things. The character of the robot. Right? The character of it. And now you have the baby, cute baby, alien baby. Yeah. In it. Puppeting it. Is it's I mean, like, I it's mean, a I, corpse. I, I have no idea about the show, and this is going to be C-3PO. No. It's not? No. Really? It's a corpse. No, 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 no. Have you seen any of Mando? Uh, only season, some of season one. Oh, okay. There was a there was a droid introduced in season one. Oh, uh, okay. I see. IG-11. Okay, yeah. It's, um, it has like a hunchback? No, no, okay. no, no. It's very thin and stick, stick-like. stick Okay. IG-11. Okay. You know, oh, I know. He was, by... he was uh, shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I remember yeah. him, yeah. So, like, by the end of that season, like, it sacrifices itself for yeah! the good of everybody, yes, right? It's right. a fucking hero. Yeah. This season, we get introduced to it. It's literally a statue in the town for how heroic this droid was. Yeah. And then for comedy, they put the baby alien in its gut. <laughs> And have it moving it around using Taika Waititi's voice still. Yes, yes, no, no, no. And having Grogu do baby shit. That is interesting. And I'm like, you're, you put him in the corpse of a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like sticking him in <laughs> Queel, the alien yeah. that, that dies at the end of the season there. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, uh, voiced by, uh, not Gary Busey, the other one. Oh hell, Nick Nolte. Yeah, there we yeah, go, Nick yeah, Nolte. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that's like putting him in that corpse. It's yeah. like it's rotting, but if you pull on the nerves, it'll move. <laughs> and I'm like, what are we? Do- this is insane. And it's so strange to see this show. Yeah, that was episodic, mm-hmm. episode to episode. Our character goes and has an adventure. To this season being like, yeah, he's over there. He's over there. This shit's happening. I think what's happened is Dave Filoni, who uh, wrote a ton of the like animated shows, post. More uh, like Dave Filonius. No. Who? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, no, like he wrote a bunch of like the animated shows and stuff, like post prequels. Sure. Um, like Clone Wars. Yeah, and he was in as like an advisor with 
Favreau for mm-hmm. the first two seasons. Yeah. I think they've given him more pull and he's bringing all of his animated show ideas. And it's like, dude, 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 too much shit. You're now continuing the story that you did in your cartoon. What is going on here? And the show, they are, they are adding so many fucking things to it because they want to branch them off. This is what I was just going to say. I was going to say that a lot of times now it feels like original storytelling gets infected by the possibility of franchise. Yeah, so and they're just like, like a, well, we're going like, to spin this off, we're going to spin this off. Look, Ahsoka Tano's getting her show because we had her appear here. So now let's start introducing all of these threads. This, this is so the issue. So there can be a Bo-Katan show. Yeah. There can be a Armorer show. There can be a Grief Karga show. And you know what they actually probably do? They probably say, let's plant six seeds. Yeah. And the three that are most successful and the people that, you know, that they get the most response. Yeah. Those are the ones we'll invest more money to. Right. And what happens is, and this is kind of my overall thing with this, is you used to have 100% of your runtime dedicated to your original story. Yeah. And now 40% of that runtime has to be planting seeds for other possible it stories. Sucks. It sucks so bad. So it always feels yeah. kind of truncated yeah. and a little bit thinner than it should. So like this is a great example. Mando, I make no qualms about it. That's fucking popcorn. Yeah. That is a Disney toy shoved in my face. Yeah. I get it. I like it. Take it. I like the man. I'll gobble it down. Puke on it. I don't care. <laughs> Goopy Rupee. I'll do a Goopy Rupee right on it. Yeah. Um, what if what if there was an alien <laughs> named Goopy Rupee? And it was just drooling all over my, the place? My, fa- my favorite one you ever did for George Lucas was you just, you did, what if there was an alien? I wonder what he'd look like if his name was like, and you said some name, and then you yeah. went, Girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, what if there was an alien named... Leaf babble. What it what would that look like? Ew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's best. like whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that he's grossed out yeah. by his own thought. <laughs> but that's the thing, is like I'll talk about that. I I I yeah. I I eat popcorn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. eat popcorn. Uh but uh yeah, this was weird. This was a weird one. <laughs> that was fun. There's literally two different episodes that happened. Because oh, there yeah. was one with the three of us, and then there was one with the two I of us. Well, here's my favorite thing. I'm definitely gonna advertise this as uh, what makes Brad actually walk out of an episode? <laughs> Brad Roar walks out of a fun, bearable episode. What causes it? Clickbait. The answer, uh, he had improv rehearsal. We went long on the last one. <laughs> yeah. That's it. But I do love that we both did the loser goes home and fucks the prop queen. He's like, I'm out of here. And yeah, he I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. You gotta so, watch Ambulance. Watch Ambulance. I will. I, it was on the thing and I just didn't watch it. Akalina would like it, I bet. You know? if, she, if she likes like fun action stuff that's a little mindless. She, she can't see a paramedic. <laughs> okay. If she sees a paramedic, <laughs> she loses it. I love the ambulance, you know? man. Yeah, she, yeah. It's like a seizure. Right. She then has, she, then she needs a paramedic. Exa- and then it's a, it's vicious, a vicious cycle. cycle. Oh, God. What if there was an alien named Vicious <laughs> Cycle? And he, had, ah. and he had a big bike with <laughs> knives on it. Right. What if there was an alien with a flaming skull head? Ah, Ghost Rider. Ah, uh, uh, never mind. Vicious is good though. Vicious, vicious is, good, is yeah. like Darth Vicious. <laughs> Vish, vicious Priebus. Vic ish. Vic ish. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> vicious Priebus. <laughs> Plumbo. 
What if there was an alien named Plumbo and he solved mysteries and he smoked us? No, that's Columbo. (laughs) (laughs) He keeps coming up with stuff that exists. Yeah. (laughs) What if there was like a race where they were like yellow (laughs) and like bald? (laughs) And then the women had big, tall hair. And then this one guy was there and he was an idiot for comic relief. And he had two kids, three kids, two and a half kids. He had two and a half children. One was really smart, and the other one's a troublemaker. Oh, it's the Simpsons. <laughs> Damn. Ah, oh, shit. Shut up. Cancel the... <laughs> <laughs> They're already in shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why he dropped out of Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was... Well, if you're not going to do it, I don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we had fun. Yeah. We had a ride through a lot of different things. Yes. Uh, listener, viewer, if you're still here... You are like the top percentile. This is thing. a current episode. Mario Brothers movie, Blink-182 at Coachella, Mandalorian season three. That's a lot of stuff. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones 5. five. The new Transformers movie is coming out. Some sort of Transformer. We're talking about Scream 6 a little bit later. A lot of fun. A lot of good stuff. Sean Connery, RIP. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, thank you for uh, for tuning in. Uh, usually Brad takes us out, so we're just sort of here. Yeah. I think we just have we to do wait. it until he gets back. Yeah, we have to wait. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're so, I'm like, so you can see our lips are all chapped and stuff, and it's like. <laughs> he, he runs in, he goes like this, he goes, oh, God, uh, sorry for being fun bearable. Yeah. Like, mm. <sighs> but I love the idea of just us exhausted and just like, what if. Uh, <laughs> What if you were in Mario Brothers? <laughs> and who would you who would you rather have se- <laughs> would you rather have sex with Toad or a shy guy? I, I was hoping you would go this. What if you would you uh, <laughs> <laughs> you actually <laughs> die in the middle of the sentence? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's it, buddy. Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, good time. Reach out to us on uh, funbearablepod at gmail.com or any of our social media that has funbearablepod in the name as well. Or you can find us personally on the street or in our homes. Yes. And uh, let us know what you think about any of the topics that we brought up. A real amuse-bouche yeah. of topicry here. It's my favorite bouche. Oh, boy. Amuse? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love amuse-bouche. I love a lose-bouche as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> top two. A lose-bouche. <laughs> uh, but that will do it for us here on Fun Bearable. Uh, for myself, Ray Harrington. Chuck Staten. We're here to say, hey, thank you, and we're so what is it thank you for listening we're like thank you thank you so much thank you so much and And we're we're sorry for being fun bearable would you like a split screen yeah right we need him back yeah we he should do uh some adr yeah he should record some lines yeah to interject in here with his uh with his own opinions yeah he'll be like we'll call it brad's corner yeah brad's corner and we could just film him and he could just say chuck you're dumb ray you're right and we just put it in a thousand times (laughs) (laughs) that's what you think it is oh no all right bye (laughs) 